0: Here we go, man. Here we go. Uh, Super Bowl party. All right,
1: y'all. Welcome to WBH Radio. I'm here with the host, William Holly. Y'all already know who I am.
0: Let's go. Don't nobody know who you are, son.
1: (laughs) The fans of WBH Radio know who I am, man. Shout out to the people that listen, that subscribe, that like, that comment. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all make this thing go. We appreciate you over here at WBH Radio.
0: Yo, (laughs) It's crazy, son, because right, I'm going to start with that story. I'm going to start with that story. <laughs> uh, c- Contrary to what people may believe, I- I'm not really an egomaniac, right? I just, I just play one on a podcast. In real life, when I release my podcast, I don't go around to my friends saying, yo, you got to listen. In fact, there are people in my life that I tell them I don't want to hear about the podcast as we sit down and eat and chill. Right. I don't want to be the guy when people see me coming They're like, oh, here come Will talking about his podcast. So that's not what I do. <laughs> so the other day, coaching high school basketball, and a young man I used to coach, he's now working alongside us at Wingate. So we're at practice, looking at the court. He comes in. He's like, yo, Holly, son, that, that, that podcast you did, poof, like, yo, blew my mind. I never <laughs> considered this. I never considered that. I'm just sitting there watching basketball, not really feeding into it. I'm like, oh word, you know. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know, that's what I do. But I'm, <laughs> the, I'm like, word, word. But peep this, Fent. He goes, you know what though? I wish your man was there for that episode.
1: To the people that listen, subscribe, and yeah. like and share, shout out to y'all, yo, man.
0: Fent, Fent. He didn't say a name, but we, he was we, talking we, about Fenton. You know who
1: he talking about, yo. A lot of people have been requesting me since the days of Brooklyn College. We recorded in the
0: studio. Yo, hold on, hold we'll on, be on. hating, yo, yo. I had to look at this. Yo, bro, don't you don't you ever tell me the only thing missing from WBH Radio was Fenton. It's your
1: boy, man. We here, yo. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. He, he
0: said, he said, yo, like, like, yeah. I, I thought he would have had a different perspective on that one. Like, yo, I, I thought he would have challenged you. Yo, bro, I had to walk to the other side of the court, son. <laughs> Yo, don't you ever tell me the only thing missing from WBH Radio was yo, Fenton Tanir. Yo, you,
1: you made my man do laps or something? Man? <laughs> <laughs> he not an athlete no more. Nah, he, with the, he with the unit, so he ain't had to do no extra work. You made him watch a film or something. That's crazy, Collect son. The jerseys. What he had to do? I Hand out water? Like.
0: Let me find out people really messing with you, here.
1: Nah, man. I'm just part of this great. Growing thing that you do. Yo, man. let's shout, get it. shout out to you. Wbh man.
0: Radio host William Holly, my man Fenton's here. Episode one
1: hundred and twenty. Matter of fact, I got a complaint. I got a complaint. Every time I see a, now I can't listen to the podcast anymore. Anytime I see a video, everybody got this crazy banner. Wbh Radio episode number ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Went to my pod. I can't get no little
0: banner. I got to pay Ed for that. Nah nah. Yo yo
1: yo Ed, come this, through. This, <laughs>
0: this is the self produced podcast.
1: You know, what I mean? I I can't I can't get a little, you know, what I mean, a little production on my part. Next up? time,
0: next time. In due time. If we get some more subscribers, then we could do some more of that.
1: Yo, like, subscribe, share, unsubscribe, resubscribe. <laughs> Y'all know what to do, man. Y'all listen to the podcast. I hear how people be talking. Like, subscribe, share. WBH radio.
0: Let's go, bro. Where you wanna start?
1: Ah man, since we started about youth, we had an interesting conversation in the call. Like this is impromptu aside from the topics that Will like to give me late in the day before I come to the park because he tried to never have me on my game. But we're going to talk about that later. So you said a former student athlete is working with you guys in the coaching staff. Right. And I was just telling Will about the youth athletics, how crazy it seems. So I went to a basketball tournament for my godson, Dylan Shaw, shout out to you, man. Um, And his father was telling me how, yo, you see that team right there? You see these players right there? They're reclassed. I'm like, what is a reclass? What is that? He was like, well, instead of going to the eighth grade, they they get left back on purpose and do over eighth grade again to be able to compete at that level.
0: Because they're now a year stronger.
1: Faster, bigger, stronger, faster by only a year, which I could see how that might give someone else an advantage, but... If you're competing at the eighth grade level and you can't compete, or there's guys that bigger, than faster, and stronger, whatever, and you might be getting roughed up, so I don't see how reclassing and doing that over again is going to make you better. You, you, it, I don't, I, I, just can't see it. I get it, you're bigger, stronger, faster, but if you can't compete at the people at your age, how are you going to compete going forward? Because nobody's getting worse.
0: Yeah. The next levels, everybody's getting better and better and better. So that, that just blew my mind. For people outside the basketball world, and I consider myself one. I'm now here because my man's is doing it. and I'm around, whatever. Like Fenton said, these kids reclass and they get left back on purpose. What more school? What we was trying to do? Get out of school. Get out of school as soon as we can. So now <laughs> you're a year older than your peers, but and I'm not an advocate, but but let's say I understand. I understand the logic. You're you're a year stronger. You're a year more mature. You're a year more experienced with the game. So now, your name starts to ripple. Yo, they got a kid out of New York that's tearing things up. And that gets you more eyeballs to get a college scholarship. Hell, that year advantage carries you all the way up to being drafted in the NBA. Right? You You may have been a 20th pick if you stayed with your grade. But now a year reclass, a year left back, you're a top five pick. That's equates to millions of dollars, spent. It does, but top five
1: pick is only five people. There's about 50 million kids reclassing every year, it seems like. There were two <laughs> teams that, oh my God, someone much to play with. One team, the the, the top-tier team, all of them have reclassed minimum once. That don't make sense to me. Some, some do it twice. Yep. That's what I said,
0: minimum yep. once. Yep.
1: And I'm just like, yo, Dylan was telling me like, yo, this kid reclassed twice, this kid three times. I'm like, How? what?
0: Fan it's filthy out there. It's filthy out there, son.
1: It, it don't make no sense, man. It don't make. We got, we got to do better, man. That's why we we doing stuff like my city, you know. Hold on, man. Let's get the show started. Hey, you go all over the place. Hey, hey, hey. What we got? What we got? What we got?
0: Kyrie Irving.
1: Oof. Ky- Kyrie name been been gone for a while. What happened?
0: Kyrie Irving asked for a trade, and before you know it. He's in Dallas. Who's going to go first, me or you? Oof. It's your world, baby. It's your world. This is WBH Radio. I think there's a lot of layers there. A lot of layers there. Agreed. Let's go back first. Let's go back.
1: So last week he requested a trade.
0: Requested a trade, and now he's a Dallas Maverick. Okay. When Kyrie didn't want to get the jab, I was with him. When Kyrie. Posted the the clip about a video that got a certain religious group upset. I was with him. I believe in the right to free speech. I believe in the right to pursue the truth, even though it may be uncomfortable. Right. I'm not with them dismissing him because they. they feelings got hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's not the standard, Doug. If there's something in the film that's untrue, let's talk about it. If There's stuff in the film that's true. Let's talk about it. You're not just going to dismiss somebody because you may not like him. All right, so I was with him. But while all this is playing out, Kyrie, eventually you're gonna have to go upstairs and talk to them people in the presidential suite, the corner suite, and ask them to pay you. And you can be a revolutionary all you want, but there's consequences to that. So throughout the years, we're going back to 2020, I'm waiting with bated breath to see how this plays out. Because unless you plan on retiring and you finish with the NBA, your fate is going to be in the hands of these 30 plus owners. Facts. So, you got to remember, NBA contracts are guaranteed. So, if I'm an owner, I am hesitant to sign this brother. And again, I preface this by saying I'm with Kyrie. But if you a real dude, you understand the position you put other real dudes in. And if I'm an owner, when I got to sign you the $200 million guaranteed, meaning if you want to go out there and play with your eyes closed or your hand tied behind your back, check coming. I'm still on the hook for that money. (laughs) That check covered in the bill. Or you want to piss off a religious group and they now protest and they want you out here. I'm on the hook for that money. Minus the days of suspension. Yeah. (laughs) So... I guess Kyrie Irving and his team went to, this, to the Nets, and they said we looking for a contract. And the Nets was a little hesitant. The Nets tried to offer an incentive, laden in contract that if we win the championship, certain things, and he wasn't with it. And that's when he asked for the trade. Now, I was surprised that any owner would want him. Surprised? This is sports, bro. Talent always wins. But again, he is a—he uh, is somebody that is. An enigma, somebody that is a wild card. What's a wild card? Somebody running off their mouth or
1: somebody sitting in front of their peers facing a murder charge? Who's that? There was plenty of players in the NFL. You know what I mean? You're innocent until proven guilty. They remain innocent, came back to the league, still made profitable careers. This Who's? Is, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. Greg Hardy, calling. Marvin Harrison,
0: Ray Lewis. I, I could keep going. You want me to keep going? But they don't care if they kill black people. But if you talk about certain religious groups, then they get you out of there. But but anyway, <laughs> with, with Kyrie, but he's still not out of the, out of um, out of the woods yet because the Mavericks can take a flyer on him for the second half of the season. He's still going to be a free agent in the off season, and we don't know what's about to play out. Ah, right, you 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 went to part two,
1: so back to him requesting the trade. Like you said, uh, he's been. He's been balling. 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 Since his name is out the news, all of a sudden, nobody want to talk about Kyrie mm-hmm. and the Nets when they out there going 16 or 19-something wild. Right, You know what I mean? So what do you do in the contract here? Shout out to Aaron Judge. Ball out. You ball out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Kyrie is balling out. He know what his situation is. He know how he's perceived in the media and perceived in the public. So what are you going to do? You got to secure your back. My man went to the GM, went to the ownership. And was like, yo, you're going to sign me long term or mm-hmm. what? And they hesitated or not. Nah. They, they gave him a contract. Stipulations, this. Can you blame tape. them for that? The ownership? Yeah. Absolutely not. All right. So when you got the goal, you <laughs> make the rules. Yeah. So they, right, you want your contract? You deserve a contract. You're, you're playing exceptional. Here you go. He didn't like that. So what do you do? He has the leverage. He's the talent. They got the money. They got to pay somebody. You know what I mean? They're in the business of winning games. That's the perception of what sports is. You know what I mean? So they're trying to win. They're trying to put a team together to win. You know what I mean? So you got to get the best talent. And he wasn't going to get the money he wanted or the contract he wanted. So he leveraged that. It's like, all right, I'm bowling this year. Trade me or I walk for nothing. He leveraged that to go to the Mavericks. And we're going to see how that plays out for the rest of the season.
0: Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted something uh, uh, recently, and it made sense why, oh, snap, the Mavericks may want him. Um, because if you are a team and you are giving up assets for Kyrie Irving, he may walk away from your franchise in the offseason. Exactly, for nothing. So that's a gamble for the team, but Adrian Wojnarowski said that uh, Nico Harrison, who is the general manager of the Dallas Mavericks, well, who is a black brother, I looked at his picture, he bright as hell, but he is a black man. And Adrian Wojnarowski calling people bright as hell. <laughs> the nerve of this yellow. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Nico Harrison has a relationship with Kyrie from his days as a Nike exec. Uh. I said, oh, that makes sense. You know, he probably went to Cuban and said, yo, give me a shot with this dude. Maybe we can secure him long-term. You know, um, that highlights the importance of minority hires. Uh, Having Nico Harrison in there, relationships. You know what I'm saying? Because there's many organizations that are scared of Kyrie right now. They think he's toxic. We can't control him. He's not going to listen to us. But if you have somebody that Kyrie may be familiar with, that gives you an edge. And I remember I've asked Dr. Johnston and... uh, uh, another brother from my cohort, Sherman Morris. I'm like, y'all always hear about this diversity stuff, but dog, we don't want charity. We want to add value. And Nico Harrison, being uh, someone who was familiar with Kyrie, having a relationship from, with him from Nike, that can serve as a plus for the Mavericks. Furthermore, J Kidd is is that dude as a player. For the kids who don't know, you know, <laughs> I, I'm sure J Kid was like, "Yo, get him in here. Get him in. We go do what we got to do, and maybe we can secure him."
1: j Kidd turned Giannis into a perennial, perennial all-star, perennial MVP, finals champion.
0: Now for the basketball. I hate it. I hate it, Fent. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which part?
1: Which part of the basketball? Kyrie
0: and Luka? Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> I didn't think Kyrie, Harden, and KD would work either. But nah, they, was a, they were a sprained foot. You know what I mean? A twisted ankle. And a big toe from a finals.
0: Nah, that, that pairing works.
1: I didn't think it would work.
0: But Luca and Kyrie, I you got to play with two basketballs.
1: <laughs> I don't just don't like Luka, period. But I think that it works. Or it can Why don't work. you
0: like Luka? Because I'm, I'm going to explain why I don't. Because
1: Luka is the unathletic, slower version of James Harden in the Houston Rockets. Mm, Where'd you, you know get what that mean? from?
0: From me. Nah, you heard somebody say never, that. Never, never. Because he is he's he's
1: the unathletic. Slower version of James Harden. That's it. James Harden was doing the same things Luca were doing at a better clip, a more efficient rate. And nobody was I mean, he did win two MVPs. But you know what I mean? Nobody was clamoring for James Harden the way that the media and public perception is of Luca. Oh, he's like he's so young and he's so dope and he's so no, he's just a really, really talented basketball player that is able to do whatever he wants because he has the ball all the time. If I have the ball all the time, I'm gonna average forty-two. I'm gonna have twenty <laughs> assists too. You know what I mean? If I'm not playing any defense because I can't defend anybody and I'm weak side helping, I could crutch over, crutch over and get a rebound. So I'm gonna have average a triple double too.
0: Yo, that's a great point, and, and I think it, it serves as an illusion to people who may not really truly understand the game. Here I am to sound like a basketball snob. <laughs> Luca piles up stats, but as Fenton mentioned, if you always got the ball, you know, you should. Never is he, I guess, uh, challenged for the role he plays and his supporting cast looking as pedestrian as they do. You know, Luca is, people gotta understand Michael Jordan was somebody everybody thought was selfish before Phil Jackson got to town. He was a basketball ta- talent, a phenom, right? But it didn't equate to winning. So Luca is indeed a talented basketball player. By far. But the brand of basketball he's playing right now is disgusting. Basuda. It, it's not conducive to winning. Get him out of here. This is Michael Jordan before Phil brought in the triangle. Not even close. This is Shaq and Kobe before Phil came to town. Will is being disrespectful. <laughs> but but serious, I think people are, yo, this, the stats. He
1: like, is yo, bro, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Man, I don't want to say Starberry because yo, bro, Starberry you,
0: was that dude. If you come up the court and you're dribbling, like, what is your teammate supposed to do? There has to be motion. People have to have spots. When Phil implemented the triangle... Everybody had a roll. The ball was moving. Scotty's rolling. B. J. Armstrong's hitting three. Jordan, he'd come in with a clutch basket every now and again. Well, more than every now and again, <laughs> at a fifty percent clip. So every other time he touched the ball. But it was it was team basketball. That's why that looked so phenomenal. Luca is anti-team basketball. Yeah. He
1: he he's the dude in the park that he All right, he nice he you know once he touched the ball he ain't passing it. Mm-hmm. You gotta get a rebound and rework the offense after he gives his, get his shot up. So, like, to speak of the terrible brand of basketball he plays, Steph Curry is Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. He's out right now. They just hit more threes in the game than they ever did before with Steph Curry not playing last night.
0: That's a great example. Beautiful basketball. Over the it.
1: most assists they ever had for a franchise forty assists in a game, like forty assists in a game.
0: That's big time. That's big. That's a, that's a great example. You know yeah. what I mean? Steph Curry is a star, but his team is playing great basketball. And what do you know? Steve Curry is a product of that triangle also.
1: System wins, man. I don't like
0: it. They both, neither one of them are big-time defensive guards. I do not like it, man. I do not like it. Kyrie Irving and and Luka, nah.
1: All right, so you say that, right? Kyrie played with LeBron. LeBron is ball dominant to a certain extent.
0: LeBron is ball dominant, but he is a... Finisher, and he is a facilitator. Of though.
1: course, of course, he played. He, he was playing well
0: with Harden and Durant. We and all, we all thought they needed five balls to play on that team. Nah, I didn't. I thought they had three separate players. James Harden can hit the three. KD can post up. KD can defend. KD can KD rebound. A cheat code. You don't gotta talk about him with anybody. When the game gets into the later stages, it's time winning time. What's Kyrie's greatest skill? Put his head down and put the ball in the hole. The, the, same with, the same with Luka. Put his head down, put the ball in the hole. I don't think it's his greatest skill, but he likes to do it. You, you mentioned LeBron and Kyrie. You go back to that finals they won. Kyrie hit the biggest three in Cleveland Cavaliers history. In NBA finals history. Correct yourself. But LeBron had a magical play in that game too. The, the block. Iguodala block. See, that's the, that's the pairing. When you rolling over there, Kyrie, all right, I'm going to lock up. I'm going to facilitate. There's something else for him to do. With Kyrie and Luka, we got to pick one. And then the other one, I believe, becomes neutralized or or dormant. You're not wrong,
1: but I I think Kyrie has become so much better at playing off the ball since his last three stints. LeBron, um, the Nets, you know what I mean? And Even in Boston, when he was playing with Tatum and Brown Mm -hmm. before he got hurt, that was one of his best years of his career, you know what I mean? But it's going to be rough in
0: Dallas. It's going to be rough. Lastly, the contract in the offseason. Fent, you're an owner. How do you go about paying Kyrie? Walk, take me in the boardroom with your general manager and your president. Like, What, <laughs> what, what does that look like? Because, again, I'm with Kyrie. But if you're a real dude, you understand the position. You put other real dudes in. And if I'm an owner, bro...
1: I look across from Kyrie and be like, yo, we're going to do this. So,
0: you got to have a one-on-one
1: meeting. One-on-one. We're going to do one-on-ones. I give you one-year guaranteed, second-year team option, player option. Because long-term, are you going to give him two key? He, Bro, I want a four-year deal. You, somebody going to pay you, just not me.
0: So, you are, you are out of the deal.
1: I mean, depends on my team. You know what I mean? Dallas Mavericks, I wouldn't sign that deal. If it was L.A., maybe if it was what if your Phoenix,
0: what if your president comes to you and say, "Yo, owner, I, I, put it on me. I got him for the next four years."
1: <laughs> you better have a plan for the fifth year because you might not have a job. What do you mean, nah, I, yo? With Luca, it's not gonna work. No, but any other team where it can work, like back in L.A. with LeBron, I can see it with the Clippers, Phoenix. I can see it working in other places. Just working I don't see how? It's Kyrie. Kyrie
0: for four more years. When LeBron is known to pew, <laughs> LeBron is not leaving L.A., man. Bronny going to come in, second round pick. He already said he going to play with his son. Nobody's not letting Bronny, uh, Bronny get to the second round. You barely made to the McDonald's All-American hold game. Hold on, before we get there. Because that's what I'm Before he get there, if I am a franchise, like the Detroit Pistons who haven't been relevant for 20 years, yo, I'm drafting Bronny as soon <laughs> as, as he come up. pick. Come on, LeBron James Sr. Come join us now. Nah, bro, like that's that's heavy leverage behind him. You know his dad is coming to play with him? Come no. on, bro. That'll take your your <laughs> your organization's value through the roof, son. But again, let's put a bone. The, the contract, Fent. Somebody's gonna pay him. He's he's super talented. Yo, bro, they businessmen. These guys. Are uh, in the business of acquiring of talent money. and making no, money. No. You see, gotta, you gotta, see, that's a misconception. I think a lot of people believe that every owner is in to win the championship. No, no, this is not that. true. No, the perception is that they're trying to win. But I'm
1: saying, anybody who's even negotiating or talking to them, that's, their mindset is we could win with him. Nobody's Bro. talking to Kyrie because they're Bro. trying to make a splash. He's no longer splashy. 200 million He's a now. for four years. That's what I'm saying. You, go, only, you only make that big risk. You, you know me. I'm in the casino playing all the time. I'm not gonna take no swings if I know if I can't see it coming back. No owner's gonna take a two hundred million dollar swing and not see the return there. You're not doing that as businessmen.
0: So you I'm, take a
1: risk in in any investment you make because you don't know the outcome.
0: So hold on, let me let me get this. Are you saying you would give him four years? Yeah,
1: not I wouldn't do it in Dallas, but there's plenty of teams I would sign him up for.
0: You're crazy.
1: Name me five better point guards in the league than Kyrie. Name me five.
0: Nobody is questioning his basketball ability. That's what
1: I'm saying. If you he's,
0: sit down with him, tell him, yo. Listen, listen. In four years playing with the Nets, he's only played 47% of the games. I only half. <laughs> that's bad, right? Due to injuries, suspensions, uh, uh, what's the thing? The jab, whatever. Fent, yo, these guys in the business of making money. That is a vulnerable position, dog so You think he out the league? That's a great Hold that. We've seen in this sport, specifically salary cap sport, when you pay somebody big money and they're not there to perform, it looks like trash. Gotcha. The L.A. Lakers when Kobe got hurt, uh, the Knicks when Amari Stoudemire and them is not not performing. You can't afford to pay somebody top dollar and them not show up. So this is, the, I fear that this may be the end. Or the other part to this, friend. I asked you to pretend that you're an owner. I'm now asking you to pretend to be Kyrie's agent. What's those conversations like? Yo, you're going to go to work? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Clocking in at nine? <laughs> Leaving at five? If you're not doing that, you, yo, uh, nobody's going to take you serious. Nobody, you got to tell them that straight up. Like, yo, they they want to give you this money, right? Nobody wants to give them $400. I'm, I'm his okay, agent. Yeah. Yo, XYZ team, they trying to give you this money but they're not going to give you the money if you can't give them some type of guarantees you're going to show up. So he might have to take some type of stipulation. He might not he might not sign the contract the next put forward, but he's going to have to take some Hi, I'm type Kyrie,
0: of I'm responding. What you mean show up? I've I've always shown up. It wasn't my fault that they instituted a job mandate in New York. If I played in Washington DC like Bradley Bill, I wouldn't have to get jabbed. That's not on me. My players union negotiated that we didn't have to take a shot. What are you talking about? I I retweeted something like, "Yo, I'm not a racist." They suspended me. What are you talking about? I show up for work. All right, so those are the times that you you could make
1: those arguments for. Mm -hmm. The times that he wasn't available
0: due to injury, which is often. Yo, that's a part of the game. Yo, somebody fired my. That's part of the (laughs) game. What are you talking about? Give me my money. Oh, I I, Kyrie. (laughs) Luckily, his agent is auntie. He
1: can't fire his auntie. (laughs) (laughs) Stepmom, stepmom. You know what I mean.
0: Yo, fast. I got my
1: popcorn ready for this. This, this is what you want to see. Golden State playing beautiful basketball, man. You want to see hope, this nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> the Knicks is balling. You, you want to watch this nonsense? I
0: watch the Knicks every night. Do you think uh, Kyrie would uh, take a two-year deal one year with the team option? He's going to He's that's gonna have gonna, to.
1: That's what's going to start coming to him. All
0: right. All right. All right. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. I'm interested. Him and Lamar Jackson got my popcorn ready. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Lamar is going to get paid. Right. 50 million. Yeah, he's not. Next. next. <laughs> you already brought it up. Bronny James. McDonald's All American.
1: Shout out to Bronny James for making the team.
0: Why you say he barely made it?
1: <sighs> he finally cracked the top 40 in player in high school player ranking. Finally. For the first time. Ever. National 40? Yeah. Okay. Finally. So prior to this year, which is the year he would qualify for the McDonald's All American. He gets it. But prior to that, he was kind of like, in order to give an analogy, um, Zion was a uber talent, but prior to him making a splash on the scene, nobody knew where he was. So he was uh, heavily. Under the radar? Under the radar. Zion? Let's say he was under the radar, whereas he wasn't, you know, he until he started making his splashes, he wasn't making splashes. If I'm trying to make it sound clear, but to get back to Bronny James, he's been in the spotlight for since he was born. You know yeah, what I mean? I got you. He's I got coming you. in, eyes on him, and he's finally cracked the top forty ranking as a high school player. And, Hold on. Okay, I got you. So the,
0: after being i eyes been watching him since he was in middle school, uh-huh. he had college offers from Duke and Hey, yeah, Kentucky you just Cincinnati.
1: said a league team should take him in the first round with the number one pick just Hold to on, get his pops. Come on. So
0: you're saying that he had all these eyeballs and he's just now cracking the top 40. 40. Correct. So how does he make the McDonald's on the market?
1: Because he's finally in the top 40. I checked the rankings today prior to coming to the pop, but I should have checked them for the past couple of years. He literally finally cracked it. He made the game because of his name. Come on now. You just said it. An NBA team should draft him number one overall, not off a of talent because... Name.
0: let me say this.
1: Um, I'm not saying he's not talented, he's a good player, but I, I, Nepo baby, <laughs> <laughs>
0: nepotism. <laughs> I saw a graphic come up on Instagram, it was talking about the colleges that Bronny is considering. He narrowed down his choices. Did you see them? Nah, where you going? It is Ohio State, that's where you're going, it is Oregon. And USC.
1: (laughs) And LA. Oh, makes sense.
0: Oh, wow. All of those three schools are sponsored by Nike. And I sat back and I said, damn, something that is supposed to be pure, a college basketball choice, even that is political. Fenton, that's not by chance. That all three of those schools are sponsored by Nike? Without question. I knew Oregon, obviously.
1: When you said Oregon as one of the top three, I was laughing in my head. I was like, oh, that's definitely
0: the way it's going because that's a Nike team. All of those three schools are sponsored by Nike. And Fenton also brought up earlier the reclass. Like, I've been around this basketball scene. Another thing. A lot of these kids go play for a college that is sponsored by the same sneaker brand as the AAU team. That, too, is not coincidence.
1: So why is that? Is it because of the money or you think it's the relationships? Like you said, Kyrie went to Dallas as a former Nike exec there.
0: I would say that's synonymous. The relationships, yo, funnel this kid to one of our schools and we are going to give you 100 grand for your AAU program. Nike had execs move to Akron, Ohio when LeBron was in high school. Fenn, nasty. I'm in them books. It's nasty. Nike and Adidas had an exec.
1: <laughs> like, oh, uh, you got an
0: assignment. Where you going? Akron? What the
1: f- Yo,
0: you, you go to his high school game every day, you wave, you let them know you're there. So boom. Damn. And if you remember, years ago, Michael Jordan's son went to the school in Florida, It was Adidas sponsored. They, they turned that around real quick. No, I think it was like Florida International, Florida Atlantic, one of those. They cha- there was Adidas sponsored, that changed real quick to Jordan brand. And I've seen out here in New York City, in fact, one of the coaches we had on this podcast, one of his kids, their school was sponsored by somebody. What do you know? That kid ended up going to a school that was sponsored by the same sneaker brand. Whether it's coincidence over there or not, who knows. But most of the cases, it ain't. So so something as pure, or what we think is pure, hey, LeBron is going to play college basketball. Even that is political. So when I look at LeBron, Bronny James, (laughs) being selected for the McDonald's All-American game, I can't help but wonder if daddy put some muscle behind that. Of course. I just told you, he just cracked top 40. LeBron James Senior used to be sponsored by McDonald's. Who knows? And when we just saw the Grammys the other day and we know that certain artists are not showing up if they don't get this award, like these conversations are happening in the background. That can happen too at this level. And it's unfortunate for little Bronny cuz he may not be aware of this or it may not even be true but the f- it's a possibility. And why is this a big deal? Yo will, that's Bron like, "Watch." Well, because basketball was supposed to be the great equalizer, the last bastion of meritocracy, right? It ain't about who your family is, how much uh, money you got. When you get on that court, we all equal. But if even now that is being taken away, this is a big deal. There's another social media kid that's popping. I think he actually played with Bronny on the AAU team, Mikey Williams. He got snubbed. Oh, he didn't make it? He didn't make it.
1: And hey, he, My opinion, he's a better player than Bronny.
0: This is what's going on. That's crazy. And the the young, poor kid who's trying to make a name for himself, who don't have any connections, you should be very alarmed. This is dangerous. You know what I'm saying? I read something somewhere that revolution without education ends up getting you enslaved by the same people that's supposed to help free you. Like, these celebrities are now starting to deceive us now? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I I we shouldn't turn into a society that just genuflex at the altar of the James gang. Like that's pretty bad. There's a lot of politics going down at this level and we need to break it up. There's a um there's a big time amateur basketball tournament that takes place in the summer in New York. It's called New York versus New York. You ever heard of it, fam? Nah. There's like five or six Nike sponsored parks in the uh in the city. Each Park gets a team of local kids and they play against each other. It's a pretty big deal and it's it's great marketing as Nike usually does. Why are there Atlanta kids that played in New York versus New York? Oh no. That ain't it. Politics. Why are there New Jersey kids that played in New York versus New York? You don't think there's New York kids that could use those looks and those opportunities? And I tell you this, Carmelo Anthony Son is in New York. I guarantee you he plays in New York versus New York this year. Whether he's good enough or not, he will be there. My son was balling the last clip I saw. And this matters because again, the kid that don't have these connections that's counting on that little round ball to get him out of his situation. The corporations, their tentacles are all in this. To now even our own people are using their muscle to squeeze out. There, folks, that's not what this thing should be, bro. It should be about it being fair. Fair, fair competition. Fair. <clears throat> How is it today that kids are being priced out of basketball? That was the <laughs> advantage over football. We don't need helmets and pads. How are we now being priced out of basketball?
1: That's crazy.
0: But you said fair. When has anything ever been fair? Fair is what you make it. I felt basketball was for a while. You know, when you think of historical events like, uh, what was that, Texas Western going up against Pat Riley's University of Kentucky Wildcats. Like, it was the great equalizer, son. Like, yo, you can have all the wealth, but once we get on this court, you can't stop us. And now we got to go not only against the powers that be, but the 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 Negroes they put in place. That's, yo, that's it, man. That's it. The smaller AAU teams are getting priced out. If you're not owned by a sneaker company, you got no shot. You got, who the, why do we have a kid from Atlanta playing in New York versus New York? (laughs) I can name you New York City kids that need that look. Anybody that wonders, come out, I'll take you to them. It's filthy, son. But it's filthy. In that's it. AAU basketball.
1: That's that's always been the case. AAU always been dirty,
0: bro. Who gonna clean it up? I thought that's what we doing here. That's what we doing here. That's what we doing here. Another question, Fett. Why is Bronny James even going to college?
1: Why not to further his education? How do you know basketball is where <laughs> you want to be? <laughs> You know, basketball is where you want to be. My man's out there trying to further his education, trying to better himself.
0: How is he trying to better himself when they talking about, yo, they mad that that we even had the one and done rule or else he'd be going straight to uh, NBA?
1: By the time he graduates high school, that one and done rule
0: will be done. And that's that's what... Stop, 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 stop. That's misinformation. No, it will not be done. It's going to be done in 2024. Well, he's graduating high school right now.
1: I thought... Oh, yes. 2024 is so next year
0: 2024 right so why is lebron james junior going to college when all you ever heard from his dad was how exploitative it is how they don't need to be there uh why cuz now they got that n i
1: l money he don't got to take nothing under the bro, table bro he don't
0: need any money he don't listen it's listen an opportunity listen for listen him to make. listen let me tell you why he's going to college because lebron james senior knows there's value in playing and College basketball. One of the biggest events in this country is the NCAA tournament. And that adds value to your life. Grant Hill, he ain't just a basketball player in the NBA. He's a national champion at Duke. There's value associated with that. No offense? A hundred percent. J.J. Reddick. He was a great pro, but what do we know J.J. Reddick for? Cooking in Duke. (laughs) So... LeBron James used to attack NCAA basketball, but here his son about to go play for the NCAA because there's value there. How come they've never expressed that to the youth? Hey, you're not getting paid. But listen, there is value playing in the NCAA, the network, the visibility. Fenton, they fought so hard to get these other little leagues where kids could get paid. G League Ignite. You know about that team? Yeah. Anybody know who's over there? What are you talking about? We know about the college kids. Overtime Elite League. Kids is over there getting paid. Do we know about them? No. Will that league last in five years? No. But Duke will. UCLA will. And there's value being associated with these brands. And LeBron James, he never says that, but here he is going, sending his kid to the the, the exploitative system. Niggas being de- disingenuous. This is my last piece. This is uh, uh, comparing, uh, uh, you could put this in comparison with uh, Young Jeezy. I saw this on the Twitter one time. Young Jeezy told you trap a die, but he sent his kid to college. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: All right, say, same way. Hope did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that, right? So LeBron is sending his kids to school. I don't believe it's because he there's value in going to school and participating in the NCAA Finn, tournament. We just talked
0: about politics
1: and how you, these I, are sh- we, These are shrewd businessmen. I'm going back to my original point. He's sending his son to school because he ain't built for the league. He ain't ready. He is not
0: an NBA okay.
1: talent today. I fi- He's not going to be an NBA talent in June for the uh, July for the draft. Finn, He's why don't,
0: not. Why don't you send him to G League, Ignite, No, you have to be accepted to the G. You can't just send somebody. I'm
1: pretty sure the G League would take him because of his name, but he's not
0: that talented. That's great. That's a great point. Why not have him sit out and train nonstop like a pro? Like You think he don't train like a pro? We've seen him videos training on the Staples Center floor with his pops. But Fenton, if he needs to get ready for the NBA, why not take him out and and train every day, get ready for the NBA? You talked about the Knicks earlier. Mitchell Robinson. After high school, he just sat out, waited for him, himself to be eligible. Thon Maker, whatever that Maker guy is, he didn't go to college. He you just sat out. talking about seven footers that's guaranteed to get drafted. LeBron
1: James Jr. is not an NBA talent.
0: My stance is LeBron is exploiting <laughs> us. Here he is talking so down to NCAA basketball, but he's about to hand his son over to them. Crazy.
1: Why would you, why would you, why would you promote something that when it was your turn, it was going to hinder you? LeBron didn't want to go to college. He was ready to go to the league, right? Boom, take it to the league. So right now, his position is, this is beneficial to my son, so I'm going to send him here. Sending him to
0: the league early is not going to help him. One and done. G League team, G League team, and soon out the league. Fent, there's nuance in everything. This is what I ask for. I ask these people to be responsible. Hey, listen, y'all. I was a phenom. I ain't go to college. But, yo, there's value there. I know they're not paying you. But there's value of getting up every day, going to school, playing basketball with some of the best basketball coaches in the country, um, uh, competing against some other talented players, and playing in the NCAA tournament. As I already mentioned, Grant Hill is the director or president of USA Basketball. That's not just because of his NBA career. In fact, it might be in spite of his NBA career because his NBA career was injury riddled. Yeah. Riddled. He never reached his potential as an NBA player. One can argue that he shined brightest as a college athlete. So, Magic Johnson, how much footage do we see of him and Larry Bird laced up against each other, not only as Lakers and Celtics, but as Michigan State and Indiana State? Plenty. Okay, so let's talk about that. Stop, stop telling everybody, oh, the bag. and ba-. Like, let's talk about real value. But All right, so these
1: college athletes, as we're calling them, is what value do they get when they go playing collegiate sports. They're not taking classes that's going to help them graduate. Let me ask you. Let me they're answer not, that. They're not taking courses that's going to elevate them later in life when they're not playing sports. You and see, then most of on, the time they're not finishing
0: school. Hold on. I don't understand. Are you saying college basketball has no value?
1: I didn't say that. I said that, that college athletes, what value are they getting by going to college? Especially in these big schools when they're not hold graduating. Hold on. I just laid that out. Fenton. I told you. They're not graduating. They're not taking classes or <sighs> courses that's going to help them prepare them for life after sports. They're not. They're oh. not even taking classes oh. that's going to help them. So how, how is that beneficial? You're getting your name, you're getting your face out there, and you're getting looks by scouts and people that's going to put you in the next level in sports. But after sports, a lot of these dudes fall off the fucking cliff. Why? Because all they had was sports. They wasn't prepared for life. Like, you go to school. What's the question? Give me the question. The question is how is it valued? Where is where's the value? Let me when, answer When that. they're Let not graduating, that. not going to class. Let me answer that. Not prepared for life after sports.
0: I'm a little confused by that piece. What's the value? Athletically?
1: You said there's value in going to college.
0: Do we agree that there's value athletically? Of
1: course. That's not what I was talking
0: about. The visibility, the workout, the training, the competition. I I wasn't talking about Okay, and the ability to have a moment in an NCAA tournament. like Those fan bases will love you forever. You can always come back. Of course. Jay Williams was arguing with Stephen A. Smith today. He's a Duke Blue Devil. That's where we know him Mm. from. He never got his NBA career off the ground. Now, as far as school... Well, well, first off, I feel that answers your question. That's the value in going to college. No, you're talking out of both
1: sides. You said Grant Hill excelled as an executive now in spite of his collegiate career. No. You said he's excelling at, at the executive level for the NBA in spite of his – because he didn't reach the
0: professional – No, I said in spite of his NBA career. That's what I mean. Sorry, not collegiate. Okay, sorry. Right. In
1: spite of his sporting career, right? So in, in spite of sports, he was able to – he's succeeding now as an
0: executive. Yo, I feel you about to – yo, Fent, you about to fall in a black hole, son. You just <laughs> – Hold on, Grant Hill is a Duke Blue Devil, a great education, that's why he's there. I'm not, I'm not, that's Grant Hill, right? Okay.
1: That's the outlier. How many of these dudes are finishing school? The majority, this, I would say this over, for me? over 80% are not graduating from for college.
0: Me? This for me? Yeah. Bro, when you go on a college campus, if you choose to take basket weaving for four years or three years oh, or such, that's on you. What's stopping you from studying courses that really matter?
1: how am going to get to practice, coach. I got Math 101 at 10 o'clock. Math Ooh, what? I love Nah, we're not doing that. Practice is at 10 sharp. Ooh.
0: I'm about, one, to, one I'm about to get to One on. and done. One and done. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mello I'm about went to get to Syracuse.
1: Bello got his degree? Dwayne Way went to Marquette. Ah. Dwayne Way got a degree?
0: Fan, please don't interrupt me in this next part. Let me know. Is my go? I, I'm just asking okay. you.
1: How are these? How? how? I, I got you. Grant Hill is the outlier. You're saying he's excelling now in spite of his sporting career. And you said going to college is advantageous for these kids. Yes, they're advantageous for their sporting career. All right. Where's, in your, life? where's
0: your phone? Where's your phone? Got it right here. Don't say anything. Just give me an answer. What's the name of the new Suns owner? as I as I do this? Listen. Listen. Don't say, I. I Give me the son's owner. I don't know
1: his name, but I know who he is. And I've known who he is prior to him buying the team. All
0: right, hold on, hold on. All right, so Fenta asked (laughs) me what what, what value, if these guys are going on the campus and they're not graduating and I take a class that matter, let me tell you, as a college athlete, there are student athletic trainers. There are managers that have the same responsibilities as a player. They're at our same practices. They're on the same travel bus. When we talk about Division I levels, they're on the same road trips. And you know what? They graduate. Right? So if an athlete is not graduating, and forget graduate, because that's four years. If they're not getting value from their college athletics, that is on them. We talk about Grant Hill. Shane Battier talks about the great experience he had as being a student athlete and the value that has provided He's still out there getting busy. Elton Brand is an executive in these leagues. Trazen Langdon, another dookie, is, a, is an executive in this league. They play big-time college basketball. So the athletes that are one and done and I don't see the point of going to class, that's them. They small-minded, and they end up being owned by the people that did. And I asked Fenton to bring up the Suns owner because he is a national champion for Michigan State. He played for Tom Izzo. He He played with Mo Peterson. He played with Mateen Cleaves, people we know as basketball guys. He was right there, same practices, same early mornings, same flights. And he now owns an NBA franchise.
1: In spite of his sporting career. He owned the franchise not because of sports, because of what he did in his professional life. He... He only wanted to own the team because he played sports and because he liked basketball. He could have spent his money doing many other oh, things. Oh, slow
0: it down. Slow it down because I'm, I, I, I'm getting confused.
1: How how did basketball help him buy the Suns? That's not what happened. You're saying the dudes who not graduated are not taking advantage of the opportunities? Yeah. But how can you when I got to get focused on playing this game? Yo, talk... NCAA tournament is tomorrow. I can't go to class. Like how? How is that possible? You hear this all the time from former athletes, the dudes that are on ESPN. The, that, the, that's the the top of the top.
0: Fent, the guy who owns the Sun, is a national champion at Michigan State. He played alongside Mateen Cleaves. How did boards help him buy the team? I I I don't understand what the point only, you're making, you, son.
1: You're saying colleges is advantageous to these these student athletes or these these. Soon to be professional athletes, right? Soon to be professionals, yes. Exactly. How is their sport? How is playing sports helping
0: them post
1: sports? That's what, that's what the point that I'm getting at.
0: You don't think him being a national champion helped him? His network? That's the good old boys network. You don't think that, that contributed to it? Fenton, I just named 10 people. Tres Langdon, Shane Battier, Elton Brand that are doing things as executives. Be- Grant Hill, because of the work they've done. Michael Jordan.
1: Michael Jordan was just the greatest. He ain't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Phil, I don't understand. We, we, we're, we're talking. I, I, I think you're saying one thing. You want, you want what you're saying to be true. But I'm telling you, like, like uh, you said the guys who are not taking advantage of it are losing out compared to the dudes who are taking advantage yes, of it. Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. All I'm saying is it's harder, too, because most of the time these guys are focused only on sports. Bro, hey, for somebody that's been on... The 12th man who doesn't play, and I'm sure at Duke's level... They are focused on trying to be great. Duke's coach right now, John Shire, is a national champion and a college graduate.
1: I never heard this guy's name before in my life. Because
0: you know why? He played with Nolan Smith, Kyle Slingler. Never heard this National name champion. champion. You know
1: what <laughs> I mean? 12th man on
0: the bench. You know why he was coaching? Because he wasn't playing. Speedy Claxton is an NBA champion and is now the head coach at his alma mater. I don't understand what you're trying to say. You can do both. And there's value in doing both.
1: How many kids have the opportunity to do both? Who does Realistic. Realistic. You don't, if you don't make it for yourself. I understand what you're saying, but how many kids get the opportunity to do, like, realistically? To do what? To do both. To take advantage of sports and at, at, at Who's academia. Who's stopping you? The sports are. You got to go to practice. You got to play these games. You got to travel. How? 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 Tell me.
0: I just told you the student athletic trainer who's taking biology and kinesiology is everywhere we are. In fact, sometimes they have to stay later than us because they doing, they taping up and they, and they still manage to graduate. They're learning on the job. I can't
1: play basketball all my life and go to McDonald's and shoot free, I'm gonna shoot the fries in the in the fryer. Yo. That's
0: not how it works, <laughs> bro. Yo, this niggas. is,
1: that's I really not how it, it works.
0: I really don't get it, my bro. You don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. Fenton John Shire was getting busy. He's an M. He's a I never heard this dude's day before. 12th man on the bench.
1: (laughs) When did he play? Show me his YouTube (laughs) highlights. Why he coaching? Because he ain't play. (laughs) Yo, you being Nolan Smith, you never heard of him? Of course I know Nolan Smith is. He he wasn't a man, he was a backup point guard to Duhan. Yo, bro, I think he might have been a Championship game MVP, bro. That game, yes, he was. (laughs) But he was the backup. He's not a starter. Nolan Smith wasn't a starter.
0: I put a bow on it. Give me your stance in a complete sentence. Don't ask me a question. Give me your stance in a complete sentence and we're moving on.
1: I just think there is advantage to playing college sports if you're trying to exceed on the athletic level. You're trying to exceed in sports. But more times than not, these kids are not taking advantage or don't have the opportunity in my opinion, in my view, how I see it, to take advantage of both sports and academia. That's it. That's what my stance was. That's that's where I'm at. Mm. How much of these dudes is multimillionaires that don't know how to write a
0: check? Do you know Steve Young got a law degree while uh, playing in the NFL? Outliers, bro. Okay. All right, we moving on. We moving <laughs> on. We moving on. LeBron James is sending his son to college because there's value there. A value he's never admitted to you. That's my stance. I, I think you take that stance, side note, because
1: your stance is paying the kids. You don't got to pay the kids. There's value in school. and you, Bro, uh,
0: my stance throughout that whole thing was the money, if they pay you $2,000 a month, it's still there's more value there than that that pennies. Even the millions of dollars, there's value on a college campus. Every room I walk into, there's value. My city, we had 100 people show up. That's 100 relationships I got. I get all type of offers and things these days. That There's a value there. Outside of the basketball, outside of the books, it all comes together for the college experience. Don't discount that. Don't don't take that from the children, is all I said to LeBron. He could have came up there and been responsible in his speech, but he talked down, talked down, talked down, and now when it's time for his son to do something, he's sending him to college. If I'm a kid that's following everything LeBron says, I'm sitting in my house scratching my head. Like, yo, Bron, why you ain't tell me that? I'm in this bullshit overtime elite league that nobody <laughs> cares about. Making six figures after taxes is 40 and like it's nothing. Meanwhile, your son is pictured in Ohio State. You're just pictured a gazillion likes. That's value. Come on, my G. Let's move on, son. We're gonna have to agree to disagree there, people. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Reed. Oof. You saw what happened. with played out with Ed Reed. Uh, shout out to Ed Reed and
1: the opportunity that he coughed up. Cook <laughs> Cookbin. He coughed it up. He... You didn't even walk into the door day one. They didn't even recruit a single player. You. you he like right, so, like we spoke about HBCUs before. They every, are under every, service and under, oftentimes under under um, under service underfunded. Under funded. There we go. So, you, you walked in day one and your office wasn't ready. I, I've been in multi million dollar <laughs> companies walking in the door. You should see how these places look like. I I I didn't I didn't I didn't get that Ed Reed especially if you're going there to try to do something try to do something for the people in that community in that school that's not how you do it and I and I have always known Ed Reed from how I've seen him on camera and films to be an mm-hmm. honorable respectable person so to take it to social media around try to blast the school that that didn't make sense to me I didn't appreciate that but I ain't go there not my school. Not nah, my business. It's crazy that he would do that, knowing that he's gonna walk in there to how could you blast the school and then wanna go in some mom's living room and say, hey, tell your son, come with me. But I just saw you on Instagram talking shit about the school. Why am I sending my son there? Like he did himself a disservice with that.
0: There yo, was no wins there. Yo, Fan, that's a mature takes, huh? I'm proud of you. <laughs> that, that's what happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is this is this a fact, bro.
0: Yo, yo, yo. I wish. I wish, honestly, that I could do the uh, podcast more often. I know people are like, yo, Will consistently. I wish I really could, son. But, you know, just life happened, whatever. Let's go back. When Ed Reed, he got, it came out that he was going to be the next head coach at Bethune Cookman. This came out late December. When I saw that initially, I didn't like it. Why not? Early that month, Deion Sanders got his job at Colorado after, uh, stint at Jackson State mm-hmm. and when I saw Ed Reed's news to me it looked as if Ed Reed said yo they gave Dion that bread yo somebody give me one of them little nigga teams <laughs> yo one of, one of them little nigga teams. yeah, yeah give, me, give me one of those so so, so, so I can get the, the same thing as Dion. yo
1: Ed Reed don't
0: need no money man yo, whoa, whoa. Oh, Faye, you know better than that some of these niggas need money
1: not so, Ed Reed not Ed Reed don't, don't need no money
0: Yo, yo, that's yo. I swear to God, I would have came in here and said that that day. I swear to God, yo, yeah, yeah, yo. Yeah. They, they paid what? I mean, they paid DL four hundred thousand. Now nah, with incentives and all that. Yo, somebody give me one of them little, little, little little nigga teams Yeah, one of them. Where's it at? But don't cook me. What's that Yeah, get, sign me up. That's really that's the vibe. I never heard Ed uh-huh. Reed express desires to be coach. Dion was on NFL Network for a long time. Dion always expressed his desire to coach. Dion has always been that type of leader and always talked about or helping young men and stuff. So it was fitting when he went to Jackson State. Ed Reed, I I didn't get that impression. I swear to God, day one that was my stance. Then, Bethune Cookman. He goes on that social media rant, (laughs) riding around the the cart on campus, bashing the place. Yo, this place is messed up. Yo, they ain't even have my office ready. ready." And when I saw that, and I'm going to ask that question to you, Fent. Who is his intended audience when he's going off on that rant? I don't know who he think his audience was, but his audience was the media, sports media. His audience, if you could hear in his tone and what he's saying, he's talking to white America. He's talking to the dominant society. He's trying to signal to them, hey, I ain't like these niggas. Because if you're talking to us, well, you can't be because we know our places are jacked up. We know our places need help, Dion. I mean, Ed Reed. That's why we're calling on you. Perhaps the greatest safety in NFL history to come help us fix this. You're not talking to us. You're signaling to the establishment. Yo, man, these jokers got screwed up, man. I ain't like one of them. Man, let me just skip this stage and get one of these jobs. It was filthy, Fent. Who else can he be talking to? That is his intended audience. He's not talking to us. We know our places need help. Oh, I can't assume who is he speaking to. I, all I saw it is a man
1: speaking out of frustration. And I, Wouldn't you feel away? You just—you're now the CEO of this football team, right?
0: I'm taking it to everybody in the building, bro. That's I said. That's because he, he, he went the wrong
1: place with it. He should have went to the um,
0: uh, Yo, athletic the director. The whole time, he president was, of the school. This whole this whole ordeal, taking that job, that ran on a cart. He was searching for white approval. That's all it was. When Ed Reed's career has this signal that he. Was down for the people, or had a desire to coach. Ed Reed was a coach prior to this job, high school coach.
1: Same as Dion. And Same then, as a lot of these dudes that have to start small. And then he went. He
0: went to the University of Miami with a token position, yeah. no money, no authority, no nothing. He trying to, to give back to, to his be, be the Miami Hurricane mascot. All right. <laughs> and you got the nerve to fix your lips to speak about that. Yo, Fent, if there's a problem in that building, guess who's gonna hear first? That building. Yeah. He's signaling he went the wrong to. Way. Bro.
1: He went wrong. He went left. That, that's 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 all I said. I don't know who he was trying to talk to, but he went left with that. He went to the wrong place. But he, he, we, we don't even know if there's somebody that was responsible for fixing his fucking office. You exactly. know what I mean? You we don't know if somebody's supposed to come in there like,
0: "Hey, how you want your office? Yo, bro, if you're really about leadership, if you're really about transforming these young men's lives, your focus should have been that campus.
1: Yeah. That's what I said that wasn't it. Like, I, 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 like, I respect. I've always and, and, had and that's what I want to highlight.
0: Where these guys are programmed, to turn to the masses and say, yo... I'm one of the better ones. All of their actions go through that lens. That's what I saw from him from the jump. And it's filthy, son. It's filthy. And he deserved. It. They're like, yo, give him another shot. No, nothing about that says leadership. As Fenton mentioned, dog, you can't come sit on my couch and recruit my son. <laughs> and he want to be apologetic and stuff. Nah, could you see, like, damn, if you can't make it, if you can't get one of these Negro classes, um, uh, jobs, go back to being the University of Miami Hurricane. And when the Ravens need some niggas to go on the court, uh, on the field, and hold the trophy <laughs> up to make the uh, season ticket holders happy, they'll call you and uh, Ray Lewis back. Nuts.
1: That's crazy. You was like, what's his audience and who is he speaking to? I have a question for you, man. Oh, let's go. Not who are you speaking to. Hold on. We going, we
0: going into a whole new topic? Off, off script. Okay, let's go. Who do you listen to?
1: Because you mentioned in the last podcast... You spoke about podcast with Josh Wilcox. Yes, sir. That was a dope podcast, by the way. Shout you out like to that Josh. one? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Josh for. Yeah. Shout out to Josh for coming through the WBA. Yo, trio, bro. Man. Oh, it, you it, recorded in his
0: studio, Mad Times.
1: That was his shit. That's yeah. I, I didn't know. I just shout out to Josh. The whole man.
0: podcast we talking about my time at Brooklyn Podcasts' studio. I, I didn't know
1: it was his. Spot, Yo, I you I don't put listen put to a show. show. You don't I, listen to I, the show. I, I, <laughs> you don't get the show. Nah. But um, <laughs> who who do you listen to? Because you. You brought up some interesting speaking heads. Alright. That all right. when you when when you when you when you thinking about anything, like right? so for me, the first place I go when I want to check out sports, I go to ESPN. The first place when I wanna hear the news or whatever, I just go to Apple News because news is all bad. So you're gonna get the trending topics every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't go to social media or Twitter for news because I don't have social media. Mm-hmm. But
0: who, who do you listen to, man? Who do I listen to? Before I answer that, uh, you sent me a text. Yo, f- for the last five years, Fenton sends me texts, and I just laugh out loud. I don't know what they be in reference to. It's it's to the podcast. But which part exactly? I don't know, son. And he sent me, damn, what was it? Oh, yeah, that's what he was like, cuffed Dude Tuesday. <laughs> Yo, I forgot what he said, but he just was bashing me. And I literally laughed out loud because I have no idea which episode it is in reference to. <laughs> oh, if you're only watching Fox, you're only going to see Fox-type media. Uh, Facepalm emoji. So I laughed out loud because that could have been uh, geared towards 20 things I discussed over the last few weeks. Why could it be for so much? <laughs> yeah. But now that I'm thinking about
1: it, was that about uh, Jamal Hill? No, it wasn't about Jamel Hill. You, you mentioned Outkick and certain other FS1 okay. other Fox- Okay, Fox Up type <laughs> media outlets, and I'm just like, let me, let me Outkick. Ask. I've only heard that name <laughs> yeah. in reference to the shit that they be talking about. Outkick so I was like, so that I had to. I literally had to Google them, and the first thing that came up: right wing sports media outlet. I'm like, okay,
0: so mm. who do I listen I, to? I, I, how'd you get over there? Uh Outkicks is a right wing sports media outlet. Uh, I think it's. I think the brother's name is Clay Travis. Yes, Clay Travis and
1: somebody else that rocks with him.
0: I watch the content business, right? I, talent is talent, and it's not based off of your opinion. I've I've expressed that before. I watch talent. I watch orators. I watch storytellers, and it's not based on your opinion. <clears throat> so he's somebody I've been aware of uh, because of Fox Sports. I think he was on a mainstream joint for a while, like the Colin Cowherd channel and stuff for a while, and um. I, Josh, we would talk about Jamel Hill, and I said, Jamel Hill is no good, and he said her book did well. And I was like, I don't really think so. Book did really well. No, it didn't. I, I, I clipped the article on that specific video. She sold 5,000 copies in three months. That's bad, bro. She did not do well. Nobody, no. She, I she's didn't not like that book, but she
1: was a, um, was it a Times bestseller? Maybe no, not that one. I don't know. Oh, that's how they introduced her. No.
0: That, uh, <laughs> I guess not. No. Someone books. Who do I listen to? But DJ Academics, think he's the realest in the game. Skip, of course, Stephen A is the is is the, the best out there. There's, there's not even a second. He is the best. Storytelling, entertainment, uh real news. Right? He's still working the craft of being a journalist. The talent he helps develop and helping two people, uh, uh, people around him articulate their thoughts, giving them a platform, he is the best. Okay? Now, as far as outlets, the news is the news. I feel like I'm able to decipher people's opinions and, and take that out from the news being the news. If Russia bombed Ukraine today, that is the facts, whether it's on Fox News or CNN. That's why I said I go anywhere for the news, because right. news is the news. So, I, I, that, was, I was just curious, that bro. was the answer. I, I was just curious. I was just trying to, I was just trying to wonder, man. But uh, since we did, the concept, and this is why I, we're academics, because he would talk about Drake, I'm a fan, I'm a fan, and then call him out. When I brought up that story of Joe Budden and Charlamagne and God never bringing up that news about Jay-Z, that was heartbreaking for me as you, a fan of you fuck with them. them.
1: Exactly. So I, I get it. If you're just watching for the... For the uh, if you're separating the art from the artist, I do that all the time. You know what I mean? I listen to everybody. I watch everything. I see everything. Like, I watch a ton of Fox News for shits and giggles, but mm-hmm. I watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you said, rest in peace to your grandfather. You was like... You asked him... You told me one time, you asked him why he watched Fox and all that. He was like, yo... If you don't know what the other side is talking, you ain't gonna be in the dark, mm-hmm. whatever. Shout out to your grandfather for that. So that I could see it if that's what you're doing. But these these dudes out here spitting venom, man. They they Who? They, they they from if from what I'm hearing, from what I see, from just brief clips, that they're not they're not speaking highly of your people. Who? These right wing media outlets, especially the sports ones. There's a lot of undertones, a lot of slights. And like you said, if you're just going for the facts, that's, that's news. That's not entertainment. Fentai,
0: you my brother 25 years. I don't like everything you say. I know that. And I say shit to bother you. So, so why can't I consume their material? I didn't say don't. I was just asking yeah. the question. Let me tell you something. The Nation of Islam is one of the more conservative groups. With conservative regards to uh they believe the black man should be married like these are stuff that conservative principles yeah, yeah I understand so i think sometimes we default and say though oh it may be racism cuz who is the sources who is coming from i said the undertones i said the subliminals i'm not saying
1: what they're saying their messages i'm just curious okay
0: well, I, I i'm gonna tell you this <clears throat> And I mentioned it a few times. We were talking, the conversation with, about Joe Rogan and stuff in that episode. If you haven't watched it, please, my man Josh Woodcox, owner and operator of Brooklyn Podcasting Studio. Episode number? Like, I don't know. <laughs> 119.
1: That was the one before.
0: Nah, I think Miss Shandell Collins is 119. You got to right, be right. a, a member to see that. I'm about to release this. Yo, like,
1: subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe to see that one. That was a dope pod. I got to check it out.
0: I've been trying to put this in the podcast for a while and this, this is probably a good opportunity. What I want to be above everything else is a credible place for you to come. And I think I'm doing that. You know, um, I, t- I, I try to be real about my successes, my failures, and ultimately what I think you have is somebody you can trust. A truth teller. I know you guys don't all love me and don't like everything I say, but you can believe that I believe what I'm saying and I'm not being compromised or anything. We had Coach Lawrence Bud Pilot on the podcast. Shout out to Coach Bud. I wanted to ask Coach Bud about one of his former players being sentenced to 15 years in prison. You remember that question? Oof. Yeah, it came up. There's no other outlet in the city that would do it. I wanted to do it because it is real. It is something that comes up in our conversations. I don't want to be a propaganda media. We just talk about, oh, we love basketball. Ball is life. I want to be real. I don't want to disrespect anybody. It is a genuine question. And going into the interview, I I, I struggled, man. I'm like, yo, bro, I don't want to be messy. It, but it is a genuine, from my heart of hearts, I'm not blaming anybody. Coach, you one of the OGs doing, I want to know. And then I thought back to one of my biggest podcasts, Kenny Pratlow, Coach Kenny P. Shout out to Coach P. One of the city's favorites. Do you know what I asked that man earlier on in the podcast about working for a man that was accused of pedophilia? Yeah, remember that. That was just a blip on that podcast because he handled it. He did what he was supposed to do. And when I thought about that, I said, damn, I'm the person that I am aspiring to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can, yo, I can ask Coach Bud that. I'm not disrespecting anybody. Like, this is genuine information. I was proud of myself. Like, oh, snap, I had already done it. And furthermore, you got to be really locked in to see this. <clears throat> Remember when I did that video when I was like, yo, Jim Behan took a shot at New York City and nobody going to do nothing? Yeah, yeah. I called Coach Bud out in that. I said, yo, ain't nobody doing nothing, big dog. (laughs) That was for him. And when I seen him, that time he's like, yo, man, we got to talk. We got to talk. I'm from the Stephen A. Smith and Rob Parker School of Journalism. If I say something about you that I'd be afraid to be in your presence the next day, then I probably shouldn't have said it. So I challenged the great. Still show respect. You know what I'm saying? And then he ended up being a guest on my podcast. Like, I'm just trying to be a truth teller, son. That's it. That's what we doing here at WBH Radio. That's, the, that, that's why that bud joint was special to me. Because I really did. And he caught it too. Niggas got it to him. And when he saw me in the gym, this was like, what, two years ago. He was like, yo, man, we got to talk. We never did end up speaking or whatever. But it was it was love. Salute to the OG, son. So when you ask who I consume, that's what it is. And that's why I gave that nod to Act for being the most authentic. Charlamagne, that Jay-Z topic came up. Yo, broke my heart. Joe Budden, y'all ain't even going to address it, bro. That broke my heart. Hey, so, both of them on Revolt? Uh, yeah, Joe Budden, he might not still be, but he was for a while. He and was that's, when that came up. Yeah. And that's why Joe Rogan, is the Realist. That, that is the talent, the credibility. I think that's, and even Skip and A. y'all may tune in, y'all may not like everything. They say, you have a respect for them. To even tune in for 20 years, there's a certain respect there. You know what I'm saying? You believe they are credible. Because there's people saying off the wall things that y'all not tuning into.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I listen to. Mm.
0: (laughs) What you eating these days?
1: Right now, I'm hungry. My man got me out here
0: doing a podcast. I ain't eating since breakfast. Last time I think we sat down to eat, this is when I, found, uh, I I recorded the epilogue at your office building. You had pizza with like leaves on it. Like, like, bro, what's it that I like these days?
1: <laughs> I'm eating clean, trying to, you know.
0: What you had today? I uh,
1: had an amazing breakfast. I chopped up some onions, some peppers, some chicken, made some eggs, had a little breakfast
0: croissant. Oh, that's what's up. The reason I bring that up, and this real quick, we're not going to stay here long. I'm trying to be a vegetarian. Fuck
1: out of here. I'm trying. That shit's not for the birds, bro. That bro. shit is
0: for the birds. I'll be making it like 36 hours. I get a little. You can ch- do
1: pescatarian, to do the fish. I need some meat, bro.
0: Pause. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but seriously, like I I do some chickpeas. You know what I'm saying? Like after it, a while I should get bored. I, I I I trust me. I've tried it. I did it before. <laughs> I
1: did it before for like two weeks. Not it. I try to do it for like a like a month once. I think it was January, but just random. Like I right, would just go no meat.
0: Just going do it. The more I learn. The more I study the nation and different things, like, oh bro, we shouldn't be eating meat. That I know we shouldn't be right? eating. So even when I do go get my McDonald's burger at two in the morning, it is not Ryan, as enjoyable as he's it was. And
1: chicken nuggets, the most disgusting thing on the menu. Here it is, though.
0: All right, so I'm with trying sweet to... and sour sauce too, yeah. right? <laughs> dunno, dunno. Large fry and a small fry, strawberry <laughs> banana smoothie.
1: Yo, I was like, yo, you're not too big.
0: Son, <laughs> I, I, I heard they just put a pigeon in a blender and chop it up and shit. But but listen though, like um a food I discovered recently that I like. What's that? Kala Lu. He front.
1: He couldn't discover this recently. My man been coming to the crib for 30 <laughs> plus years. Well, it's been on his plate. He just ain't know
0: what it was. Yo, bro. I love that shit, right?
1: My mom say to this day that's the only way she could get me and my brother to eat
0: vegetables. Son, that shit is nice. So, so I get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, y'all. I'm gonna go down to Western New Restaurant. I got discovered this new food, Kalalu. I'm gonna get it for breakfast. I get there, yo, Mayu, you done off? <laughs> you gotta go early. Yo, bro, it's eight fifty in the morning, <laughs> you son. Gotta go early. Yo, bro, make another pot batch. Like, what, <laughs> what is it, son? Why can't they make it? See, McDonald's, they never run out of nuggets. They never run out of burgers. Yo, bro. Yo, it's 8.15, my nigga. Make another batch of that shit. Yo, bro, that be having me tight, so I find this new food. kalaloo with the little fried ball. Yo, let me get that. Yo, my you. Finish off. Huh? Fucking 9.15 in the morning, bro. You got to and- come early. <laughs> Yo, I guess that's what good eating like. It's it just saying, uh, it, it's not an unlimited supply.
1: Yo, huh? it's crazy when you talk about collar load. So when my mom makes that shit for like whatever family function, whatever, she got to make extra just for my sister and my nieces and them because they, because we going to scoop that shit up. Yeah. By the time dinner's done, it's almost done. Nobody don't got nothing for leftovers to take home. <laughs> yeah. So she got to make extra. Got uh, it, man. Man, shout out to Mom Dukes, man. See you in a couple of days.
0: Bro, I ain't know she was giving up like that. I need some collar My
1: man been eating for my career for years. He's had it on his plate. He just don't know. <laughs> Kal-a-loo. where we at where we at
0: lebron james passing kareem abdul-jabbar for the all-time scoring record that means what to you
1: that's a major accomplishment that's like the these unbreakable records that you think nobody could achieve kareem played like 40 years in the league yeah. you know what i mean he had an unbelievable unstoppable
0: shot let's be for real though he did not play 40 years because people really be? <laughs>
1: now nah, he played
0: what 22
1: I think, I'm 20, not sure. I right. think, he played between 19... No, he played more than 20 years. So he played between 20 to 22 years of basketball with a shot that you can't defend. Okay. So it only made sense that he had the most points in the league. And, and he's been a go-to player for, I want to say, 95% of his career.
0: All right. So LeBron James passing him, you that, say that, that is... Shout,
1: a- shout out to LeBron. That's a, a career achievement in sports on any, in any sporting field in any... Any level.
0: What does it say about LeBron James, the player, like his game? What does that record mean?
1: He's not the pass-first
0: past first player that everybody says he is. My man. Uh, uh, of course he is. I mean. Fenton. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, LeBron James passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It is a testament to LeBron's durability. Facts. To his longevity. But he is not a greater scoring threat than Kareem or Michael Jordan and some others. Not even top 10, top 15. It is just longevity. If we're coming out of a timeout, there's many players I'm drawing up a play for before LeBron. So salute to that, brother. But let's put it in his perspective. He's led the league in scoring one time. That's never his job. Right, so this scoring record, let's not try to paint him as this big-time scorer. Oh, absolutely not. It's- he's capitalized off of a lot of things. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had to go to college first. I think he might have went. He went for four, three. Four years. Maybe four.
1: Four straight times. LeBron
0: James went in a time when he ain't had to go to college, right? So he's in the league at a young age. Again, his durability, him staying focused. Michael Jordan retired twice in his prom. Michael Jordan <laughs> smoking cigars, drinking, gambling before finals games. LeBron is taking care of himself. I think that's what it it, it it highlights about him, and that's what should be celebrated. But as far as going to get a bucket, this record does not change how I feel about LeBron. He's not the bucket getter. We already mentioned in this podcast the biggest shot in Cavaliers history shot is by Kyrie. it was shot by Kyrie.
1: He had the biggest play <clears throat> in Cavaliers history
0: when Dirk Nowitzki won the championship. It was because LeBron couldn't score, and he was choking over there with the Miami Heat. Afraid to post up J.J. Barrera like your favorite <laughs> podcast. Dan Levitard show always likes to highlight.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's sad, but that's true. He Yo. ain't want to go in the paint against a dude by size, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. But that's not why Dirk won the championship. Stop playing. My bad Dirk, young Larry Larry. Shout out to you, man. He went ham in those finals. Stop no. playing. Nah, Dirk got one of those automatic shots too. Anything inside yeah. of three, automatic. But nah, that like you said, it's it's literally longevity because who's number three on that list? Or soon to be number three,
0: Mike. Nope, Carmelo. Yeah,
1: Carmelo ain't when you say a top power forwards ever to go get a bucket. He's probably like I would say six because Carmelo is a bucket, but at the same time. He had the dude that led an assist feeding him every year. So, he's yeah. going to get all those buckets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that is a test of longevity. Carmelo yeah. Malone played for like a million years too. Mm-hmm. Rarely hurt. And he been force fed his entire career. Mm-hmm. Easy layups and jump shots. So, it's a test to LeBron's longevity and his ability to stay healthy and not yeah. miss extended periods of time besides his usual winter <laughs> spring sabbatical that he yeah. takes two weeks off at yeah. the end of the season gearing up for the playoffs. But... Shout out to LeBron, man.
0: You saw that story about John Morant with the after the game with the lasers? Yeah, after the game, John Morant and his uh, his homies supposedly were in an SUV and they pointed a laser at an Indiana Pacers staffer, and the staffer believes it was a gun. I thought it was
1: on the towards the bus, like the the Indiana Pacers bus.
0: I don't think so, because Indiana was home, and I could be mistaken.
1: I thought it was on the road, but whatever and them, pointed some lasers at me. And people. the
0: NBA has actually uh, banned Jaw's homie from the uh, arena. What
1: do are you make of that? Then it's obviously something to it if they can ban him. You know so what do you I mean? think?
0: I mean... I'll bring that up. I'll bring that, that up that, because you always talk about money. <laughs> All right, so when, when I see dumb shit I, like that, yeah.
1: I, I, it just never makes sense to me. You know what I mean? The same. It makes
0: plenty sense to us because cause my people are miseducated. It don't make sense to me,
1: like I said before, because it's stupid. Why would you put yourself in a position to, especially if you're not going to do nothing? Let
0: me ask you that, because our culture, we're supposed to be, we celebrate gangs and guns and violence. American culture celebrates gangs and guns, not our culture. Black people, when they talk about the culture, they talk about the hip-hop and the ratchetness and the violence. American
1: culture celebrates guns.
0: So here wow. you have an athlete in John Morant that's made it to what should be considered the pinnacle, professional athlete, $200 million contract guaranteed. Like signature shoe. And he want to run around like a thug in a gangster, fan. And this is I bring this up because I be talking to Honorable Elijah Muhammad, knowledge of self stuff, and you be talking to me about the bag. When I tell you, it's something more important than the bag. This nigga got the bag, but he's lost. But we don't
1: know what transpired there, but like I said... It, That's just stupid. Furthermore,
0: have you ever seen the pictures of his family? Who, Josh's family? From when he was younger? Nah. He always run around here like he's a thug. Oh, he's not a thug. Not even the closest.
1: Bro. It's it's documented. And everybody says that. Like, everybody who I heard speak about it, they said John, his family, he's a good kid. He's a good family. We don't know what this is from. A lot of times when these dudes get into these positions, they get access to certain people and certain places and certain things that... Obviously, gonna lead them astray. You know what I mean. So, when you get to the top of the top, there's some other people at the top of the top. Son,
0: his family look like they could. It could be in like a Walmart frame.
1: <laughs> These, he's 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 not a, he's not that kid. He's not that dude. His family's not those people. Like I said, he's probably surrounded by some people that he shouldn't be. Sure. After, after a while, certain people they could be misguided. Mm. And that's that's what I, that's what I see there. It's just like the situation that. Um, but this this cat lost his life. Take off, rest in peace. Like, why am I in a shooting dice in a in a bowling alley with dudes that's not in my tax
0: bracket? But we, uh, what I'm telling you is that we know the answer to that is because we are being miseducated every day on television, and it's dangerous. It's dangerous, son. You ain't never lie. That's I'm so disappointed that he, this man finds himself in this predicament. But even before he's in this predicament, how he talks. When he's trash talking, yo, y'all come to the trenches. Yo, I'm from the hood. I'm going to always be hood. The way he be dressing. Like, yo, put a suit on, son. You a professional. Niggas be making me appreciate Kobe and Mike more, son. Like, yo, you not a goon. You not a thug, son. Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Where we at? I'm in the
1: great state of New Jersey. Going to my sister crib. Shout out to my sister.
0: Which team wins? Give me one team. That's it.
1: KC all day. Young Jordan playing football.
0: Patrick Mahomes,
1: aka the football Jordan. Like people, hold on, hold
0: on. Hold on, hold
1: on. Patrick Mahomes hold is Jordan. On, hold on, hold on. Patrick Mahomes is Jordan. Don't get it twisted.
0: He's Jordan. All right. All right, hold on. You think that the Chiefs are going to win? 100%. Behind the ability of Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yes. Without a
0: doubt. He had a hurt ankle in the last two games. I'm not concerned. Not concerned?
1: Yo, you ain't see my man was parallel to the floor in the Super Bowl that he lost, and he hit his man in his hands? Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl that he lost against the Tampa Bay Bucks in 2021 or 20? 21, yeah. He was getting annihilated all day. Offensive line had nothing for him. My man, to his best of abilities, he was flying in the air like Neo and threw a pass. Accurate enough to hit his man in the hands. His man dropped it.
0: Patrick Mahomes is Jordan of football, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And this is one of the reasons I'm a little hesitant to embrace Patrick Mahomes, right? I feel like the the excitement around him is so big. The hype around him is so big that... And this is a discredit to him because he is a mega talent.
1: Discredit to him.
0: The hype is a discredit because we don't get to enjoy his rise and enjoy... When he does something cool... It's like, well, you supposed to do it because they keep talking about you like you the Michael Jordan. He
1: is, he is. When Michael Jordan's out there dropping fifty a game from the eighties to the nineties, nobody was questioning I, him. I, he was I, just, oh my gosh, when you gonna win, MJ? Everybody forgets <laughs> how they were killing MJ in the media until he started winning. All right, hold on, Patrick. We on. were tired of seeing MJ putting up fifty-six. He put up sixty in a loss in the playoffs, sixty-six points. I think his playoff career high. It's in a loss. Okay. Before he started winning chips. So, he is the Michael Jordan of football.
0: Chip, singular.
1: My man's been in the league five years. He's been in the AFC champion game five times. He's he's played in the Super Bowl three times.
0: Yo, I, I can't trust Fenton's stats, bro.
1: He's been in the league five five <laughs> years. He played four. He's been in the AFC champion game four straight games. He's been in the Super Bowl three he's, out of four years.
0: All right. All right, hold on. Hold on. Let's talk. Hold on. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is Jordan, bro. All right, stop, stop, stop saying that.
1: He's the joy of the football. All right, I listen, care.
0: listen. He's 1-1 in the Super Bowl. If he loses, what does that mean for his legacy?
1: Nothing, because he's going back there next year without fail, without question. I don't doubt it. That's like the Golden State. That's like the Lakers run. That's like the Bulls run. You don't see any situation where he's not in the championship game. He's that good. My man
0: was parallel to the ground and threw a pass. You remember a few years ago, somebody put up a stat about uh, Patrick Holmes and Troy Aikman. And Troy Aikman chimed in, like, "Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on! Like, I got three of them things, right? Yo, three bro, of them things running behind,
1: fucking Emmitt Smith and that offensive line that was incredible."
0: Fan, we got to hold our horses on on Kansas City, and furthermore, I give you my pick. I think it is the Philadelphia Eagles. Why? I love the defense. I love the offensive weapons, mm-hmm. and I like the quarterback. We spoke about it many times. The teams, where the quarterback has yet to get paid, they got the advantage because the talent is more spread out throughout the roster. I think that is the case with the Eagles. I'm going with Jalen Hurts. I like the brother. I like his story. Those who don't know, he started at Alabama. Ain't finished there. He lost his starting position to Tua Tagovailoa. Fourth quarter in a championship game. He returned the next season... Wrote the bench. He would help them in, uh, win, a, win a playoff game before the championship. Uh, Watu was hurt. To return, They would end up losing. He then transferred to Oklahoma, balled out, was a Heisman candidate. What I see is a man, what I see is a professional, somebody that has been through a, a little bit of challenges, he may not be as talented as your Kyler Murrays, but in fact, I'm going to ask you. There's something about those people that have to go through a little adversity. Kobe Bryant with his four air balls. Michael Jordan not making a varsity. Like There's something about those guys, man. I I can't really articulate it, but I feel like those who don't have everything handed to them, they go to the top. It's them blue chips that's been anointed since they was young boys. Them nicks be falling flat. What school did Jalen Hurts go to? Alabama,
1: Oklahoma. Alabama, Oklahoma. That's blue chip schools, right? What school did Patrick Mahomes go to? uh, Texas Tech. So, the Michael Jordan of football, right? In his own state, went to subpar school, right? He put up (laughs) 75 (laughs) points in a game once. 750 passing yards in a game once. Patrick Mahomes. In college? Yes. 750 passing yards in a game. So, he didn't go number one overall. He sat on the bench for a year when he knew he was the better player. That man don't got a chip on his shoulder. He wasn't drafted high, a highly toted. No. That man don't got a chip on his shoulder. What are you talking about?
0: That was great. That's why I gave you a pound. That was great.
1: What, what are you talking about? Patrick Mahomes is the Michael Jordan of football.
0: All right, stop, stop that. We got that. We got that. Jalen Hurts.
1: Jalen Hurts, he's good. He's, he's a nice talent. I like the
0: roster. I like the rosters a little bit better. Let's
1: let's talk about the Super Bowl. You like the roster, right? So, last week's the um, NFC Championship game, right? Yes, sir. Phoenix, sorry, Philadelphia Eagles versus the San San Francisco 49ers, right? How did you feel about that game going into the second half or going into late in the
0: game? Did you actually, did you watch the game? Yeah, it was over once the quarterback, the San Francisco 49ers quarterback got hurt. He couldn't throw the ball for the last Uh, two quarters. uh, So, that was the
1: last two quarters, right? But it was relatively close. Until the Josh Johnson fumble when they lost the ball. So, don't you, do that. So, you like the Eagles because of the defense, because the of the quarterback, because of, their, because of their offensive weapons, right? My man was struggling against the 49ers and their backup, backup quarterback,
0: who is so, likely to start next year because he is that good. The Kansas City Chiefs making it to the Super Bowl behind a, a, a penalty. Somebody giving Patrick Mahomes an extra push. I'm going to pull up the Kansas City Chiefs game against the 49ers this year.
1: No, no, no. You want to see what Patrick Mahomes did to the 49ers, the defense that he destroyed that your boy Jalen Hurts was struggling against last week? Talk to me about the bets. (laughs) Bet everything you got on the Chiefs. (laughs) Bet the
0: house, bet the kids, bet the car. When do you put in the bets?
1: Uh, well, this bet, you could have put it in right after the games was um, established. That but there's, be,
0: there's, there's like all type of prop bets. How long is the national anthem well, going to be? Prop How prop short don't is Rihanna's skirt going to be?
1: Yeah, they don't, those don't come up until like game day or like day before the game because they're like stupid Super Bowl prop bets. All right,
0: so do you know the point spread at this point?
1: But yes, I don't know the point spread, but it doesn't matter. Put everything on the Chiefs.
0: You you going to make your bet on what, Saturday? Uh, I'll probably make my bet game day. Did I'm, you see the segment I did with my boy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to your man and uh we all eat, right? Yeah, everybody eats.
1: Everybody eats. How'd he do? Uh he was like he, he was good. Yo, Philly's favored by a point and a half.
0: Bro, it's up. It's up. Oh, uh-oh. <clears throat> uh I'm sorry. <laughs> Philly,
1: Philly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Philly <laughs> is yeah, Philly is favored by a point and a half. Right? Mm-hmm. So which means they gotta win the game by two points in order for you to win your bet. They mm-hmm. the minus one and a half. Oh, I might take that. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no there's no there's no way in hell. Now that's real like but seriously, but like when you when you say you like the Eagles, you like their defense, granted their defense is nasty. Mm-hmm. Defensive line, incredible. Mm-hmm. Secondary, not as great, but their defensive line. Crazy, they could get pressure with almost any team with four, and that's in that's what you need to do to beat Patrick Mahomes. Mm. But when I said the dude was running for his life in this last Super Bowl and he threw a pass, he literally did the Matrix in a real life two
0: years ago. His ankle is bomb, it's over, son. Stop.
1: He 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 just beat a team with one foot, bro. (laughs) One foot, he won the game by running on the last play. It wasn't the penalty that put them in position to win. It was Patrick, bro. (laughs) Patrick Jordan Mahomes. (laughs)
0: This nigga's nuts, man. We about to get out of here. I got one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, Fenton, you don't have social media, correct? So you didn't see that they was coming for your boy? What you said? O.D.
1: (laughs) What you said?
0: O.D. Oh, the, the DeMar Hamlin stuff. Hmm. You heard that episode? Of course. You say of course. I don't know sometimes. <laughs> yo, bro. No lie. They called me a racist and a coon behind the same content. I'm like, yo, bro, how you do du- that? Bo- <laughs> <laughs> We're talented over here at Radio. Multitask. How, how you do that? I mean, they was c- calling me names, clowns, everything, son. From both sides. I'm sitting there like, yo, I stopped reading after a while, so that shit hurt in my spirit. But in all seriousness, I'm here to do a job. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not looking to win popularity contests. I'm actually looking to disrupt everything I see outside because I think it's all filth. I ain't mad at that. I'm not left. I'm not right. I'm going after what I believe is the best way for my people. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't respond to anything. I studied the revolution. I know that Dr. King. Many people turned their back on him in his last year because he was speaking about the Vietnam War. His people are like, yo, King, you crazy. We just got some victories with the Civil Rights Movement. Like, leave that alone. King said, nah, those violations in, in uh, Vietnam have a ripple effect on our people here. So he was willing to go on that battle by himself, even though many of his people was calling him crazy. The same with Malcolm X. Like, yo, y'all, y'all celebrate him today, but people mock him, saying, oh, he died alone and broke. Like, I studied the revolution. I know what comes with this position. I won't be scared away from it. I won't be bullied away from it. I'm here to do a job. I, I, I know what this position entails. It's not a surprise. I'm not shocked. Anybody that was worried about me, like, I'm good. I got some Jay-Z lines for you. You ready? I was ready for hold. See if I can remember it. <laughs> what he say? He said the same sword they night you, they going good night you with. That's only half if they like you. they ain't even a half what they might do. Don't believe me, ask Michael. You see Martin, see Malcolm. You see Biggie, see Pac, see success in his outcome. You see Jesus, see Judas. You see Caesar, see Brutus. See successes like suicide. Suicide is a suicide. If you succeed, prepare to be crucified. Fan, I know what this... That means you succeeded. I know what this platform comes with, son. There was one brother in the comment section, and I honest to God, I didn't read it in its entirety because again, that shit is unhealthy. I got a job to do. But in short, Fent, he said that I was jealous of Hamlin because Hamlin is a star and I'm just a radio guy. Yo, Fent, I could have did a whole podcast on that. (laughs) That line alone. You mean to tell me that I am jealous of a man who is laid out on the field fighting for his life, hoping his heart doesn't stop? I should be jealous of that? Meanwhile, I'm sitting here. I thought I was pretty cool. Low education, (laughs) relatively healthy. My friends, my family, people that matter most respect me. I get up each and every day and do what I want to do. Like, yo, bro, who taught you that the only black men that matters are athletes? That's what I heard when he said that. Like, damn, if you think I'm jealous, does that mean you're jealous? <laughs> like, what, what, what do you think of your own self since you're not a football player? He must have been a, a quarterback on the Bills. Yo, Fent, when I saw that, I, I was alarmed, bro. I was alarmed. Who taught you that the only men that, black men that are uh, mad in this country is athletes? I know who taught you that. The devil himself. The Roger Goodells of the world. The Jerry Joneses of the world. The Jim Dolans of the world, the richest black men in this country are not athletes. Who is it? Robert F. Smith and another brother. But they don't sell you that. So this brother really articulated. The comment is still on my Instagram page. Yo, you you mad because he's lit and you just a radio guy. Is that what you think? That's that's what we've been programmed to think. So when I saw that, I said, yo, I got to get back to work. I got to get back to work because my brothers believe this. And this is how you test whether or not I really believe in what I'm saying. Because I believe my people are sick from being kidnapped, raped, beaten, brutalized, robbed. I believe they're sick. So if I truly believe that, how can I go at somebody for showing signs of being sick? (laughs) Jay-Z got another line. This is the one. The other one I gave you is the one. This is the one. He said, everybody want to be the king. Until shots ring, you're laying in your balcony with holes in your dreams. Or your Malcolm X out getting distracted by screams. Everybody get your hand on my jeans. Everybody look at you strange, said you changed. Like you worked that hard to stay the same. The game stays the same, the name changes. So it's best for those that not overdose on being famous. Most Kings get driven so insane that they try to hit the same vein that Kurt Cobain did. Let me tell you, I know what this job entails. Everybody loves Dr. King, he's celebrated. That man died with a bullet in his heart. That's what his position required. Until you Malcolm X out getting distracted by screams. He was in the Audubon, somebody yelled out, yo, get your hands in my pocket. Next thing you know, he taking a shot off to his chest. I know what this position entails and I won't let up. I'm not doing it for congratulations because I know I studied the revolution, them brothers, Many of them wasn't celebrated until hindsight. In real time, when you're disrupting everything that people hold in high regard, you're going to get some of that backlash. So for anybody that was worried about me, I'm good. I I got my job. It it only made me go say, yo, Fett, I got to go to work. I got to go to work, son. My people are being miseducated. Right? The only people they looking up to is athletes and rappers. Yo, there's a whole paradise out there. And we don't see it. And it's my job to to do something about it. And I'm gonna bring up on the heels of that our guy. Who that? Cesar Rayman Francis.
1: Shout out to Cesar Rayman, what up?
0: Rayman don't watch this podcast. My brother, who has been on the show many times, he suffered his first career loss recently. Saw that live. I watched it live too. In a word, the experience for me, devastating. Devastating. I didn't think it would happen. To watch my brothers, it's not just Cessa, it's, it's Chico. It's his camp that I be in the gym with. To watch him lose. Furthermore, watching the fight, my humble estimation, yo, that wasn't him. And the presentation, they did a good job. Uh, Chico was mic'd up. And this is when it really broke my heart. Them brothers is family, son. They done slept in the same bed house. Them brothers is family. There was a point in the fight when Chico said, yo, bro, talk to me. As if the fighter he was looking at was somebody foreign. You know, the, f- the few rounds ahead, Chico was, yo, bro, you got to go. You got to go. But after a while, he realized, yo, my cu- yo bro, t- you good? Like, that broke my heart. And I'm watching my brother go through this, and I'm thinking about the impact it's going to have on his career. Da-da-da. People say, yo, well, people lose and everything. Yeah. But I'm going to ask, why is my brother's livelihood attached to this sport? Jerry Jones sit up in the skybox. His team lose. I'm sure he's pissed off. He's mad. But his next meal ain't dependent on that win or loss. Why is that the case for my folks? So I text Rayman that night. I text him something that didn't require a response because, of course, this this is a big deal. I'm a man. This is a big deal. He probably don't want to speak to anybody. He responded that night. But in later days, I reached out. Haven't heard from him since. What you think, my man, going through over there?
1: Hurting right now. He, he hurt
0: words hurt, hurt, fight. Hurting, and 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 my estimation, that ain't just about a career record. That's about his identity. That's about the responsibility he feels. A lot of people are counting on him, and he feels probably, yo, I let them down. Who am I without this boxing? Like, I, yo, bro, I love you. A, you somebody's. Daddy, though, niggas love you, bro. We know that kid before he ever fucking um, laced up up gloves. My niece had a sweet 16. He would have been there. He ain't show up. This is a few days after the fight. So my brother's somewhere hurting. And I'm going to tell you this for my audience. I'm putting this behind the fucking uh, uh, paywall. The night before the fight, I called him. He didn't answer, but he texted me right away. You know that annoying practice. He said, yo, Will, let me call you right back. But right after he sent me a screenshot, he was on FaceTime with his newborn child. The night before he's about to enter a fight. All of that's piling on my bro, son. So when I see the, the, um, the reverence we pay to these sports, that's cool. But why is our livelihood attached to it? Why are we at the bottom? is a a talented, handsome young man. He could do anything in the world. Why he got to resort to this? So when I see the comments and the backlash, I know what my mission is, son. To help free my people. That's why I get mad at LeBron and Jay-Z for helping to further enslave our people. Mentally. Yo, ball is life. Oh, yo, yo, fuck college, but uh, you could go to college. Yo, uh, snitches get snitches, but uh the head lady of my company's a snitch. That's where I'm at with it, fam. What you
1: got? I ain't got nothing for that. Shout out to Cesar. Good luck with like, your next fight. Yo, that's uh another one of your nieces' classics? Yeah. Shout out to her, but when I first I was like,
0: what the-? I got Ranger and Kiwi, my two dogs. Family, son. <laughs> Family. Um Rayman. That was tough.
1: I, I didn't see it happening. But when, when you sent me the link for the fight, mm-hmm. I started watching it. And I was like, I looked at the rounds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, mm-hmm.
0: oof. I even sent you a text. Like, It was tough, man. Because We seen him fight better fights. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. It, it, what,
0: it, it, it looked like the weight of the world was on his shoulders. The weight of the world. And it just hit him at the worst time. I'm sitting in the crib and I'm watching, I'm like, yo, dog, like, how can I help him prepare? Do I gotta put more money to the camp? But yo, the bro, the brothers prepared. It was just, you never know. And in that sport, they they always say, you don't play boxing. Yeah. You can have an off day on the basketball court. You you don't and it hit him at the worst time. Now, I I did the day after they came home, I went, I said, yo, Chico, we out. So we went, we got a smoothie and stuff. Chico said we we all right. You know, because I'm I'm thinking about his age. He needs to get so many fights. Uh, the clock is running. Like, I, I for always feel like there's a clock running. Chico said, it's a setback, but we here. And that wasn't just him. Like, uh, they've been in a fight game. He said, yo, we here. You know, they believe they they two fights away from the bag. And that's where we at. But my brother, like, he's somewhere in hiding right now. It ain't... It, it ain't just a, a loss on the record. It, it, it's so much more uh, attached to this. And it shouldn't be that way. I mean, not even that. It's just the sport
1: of boxing alone. You got to mm-hmm. get dressed and go and see a man in the ring. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no getting out of that. There's no, you know what I mean? So whatever it takes to get to that point where mm-hmm. you're in that ring, where you're ready to square off with somebody, mm-hmm. it that's a heavy, heavy, heavy mental burden for anybody to, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to bear. So... Not being 100% or not being present in the moment, accompanied with a loss, that's that's big for anybody, man, mm-hmm. but I believe in that camp. I believe in the Rayman, and he's going to the top, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rayman. That's
0: my man, Rayman. Uh, that's it, man. You got anything else? So what I'm
1: hearing in these streets... We, we got uh, what we got coming up down the, down the pike man what, what what is going on man What's what's up with WBh radio what we doing I'm
0: retiring this year
1: you're retiring hanging it up
0: all jokes aside I wasn't you gonna, gonna put release the gold
1: jacket up here hold what the gold jacket going
0: all jokes aside like yo I'm retiring you know what I mean um my lease is up in September we're gonna try do something special in September I don't want to give you too much details now and then try something different. All right, so this is the celebration. The revolution toward- continues, though. <laughs> the revolution continues.
1: This is the celebration tour, Wbh Radio. Yeah. So every podcast y'all get is going to be precious, y'all. So like, subscribe and share. And it's not nah, about I-
0: the words of the podcast; it's the message. Now, nah, but listen, though, like, people say I'm inconsistent. Now, I've I've really been inconsistent. Like, I've gone six <laughs> months without potting it. What? Yeah, you remember? Like- I mean, I tell you all the time. But yo, bro, it's a lot, son. It's a lot. Like. When you think about, um, what is it? What is it? You think about like I put that I put out the podcast. I gotta put it behind the paywall so people could keep paying, and then I gotta cut it up and put it for other posts. Then I gotta do the social media. Like it's a lot, son. So after September, yo, take it's, a break. it was never meant to be easy. You tell yeah. me all the time, but but and this is something I told Da too. He was like, yo, you gave up on the pod. Whenever I would take my breaks, like yo, the pod is me. So I'm, if I'm working on me, I'm working on a pod. But as far as like every week after September, and when and I know you know how I know it's the right thing, cause when I think about it, I feel a sense of relief come over, like oh snap, oh snap. So this year we got my city, we got uh, we want to do something in September. I'm gonna retire. I'm gonna, I got something else that I'm gonna be working a great deal after September, but it's gonna be a little bit different, and that's it, man.
1: That's it. You heard it here first. Yo, bro, I really appreciate you coming out here, son. Man, we get me out my crib. Everybody knows it takes a lot to get me out the house, man. I don't leave the crib no more.
0: It takes sandy beaches and a Corona
1: to get you out the <laughs> house. I'm... Nigga, shut up. Yo, I ain't going to the local bar. I need a play <laughs> ticket to go out, man. Yo,
0: sit your ass down, son. For what?
1: No, I don't got a Ranger or Kiwi at home running me down. It's just me and my thoughts. You know why I like to share my thoughts? On the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: what else we got man uh i think that's it what we got coming up i actually had an email about somebody that i'm excited about but you know i don't like to divulge that stuff i will tell you i have a gentleman a a a, a scholar who wrote about a very important person in sports history that one's recorded i look forward to you guys seeing that uh it's a passionate dude, white dude, passionate dude talking about history. It's, it's. I, I, I really enjoyed that one. Looking the scholars, man. The scholars, man. Truth tellers. I got a new York supposed meeting. to have a scholar. Come on, you was talking about a scholar that wasn't ready. What's up with that guy? Oh, when, nah. When he, we getting where we get him on, that's who I want. He said, nah. He said, well, it's too hot. It's too hot. It's too oh, hot. Oh man, it's too hot. Yeah, I got the scholar skit, man. Not me though, son. How <laughs> um, we built? That's it, I'm, I'm built for the storm, son. The same short they night you, they going good night you with. That's an ill line. That's only half if they like you. they ain't even a half what they might do. Don't believe me? Ask Michael. See Martin. See Malcolm. You see Biggie. See Poxy. success in his outcome. You see Jesus. See Judas. Yo. Nigga home crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's WBH Radio. My brother, Fent. Yo, yeah, We out. We out, man. Later, y'all.